All right, welcome back to the channel. Just wanted to do a quick video today. I started reading Mere Christendom, which is Doug Wilson's book about Christian nationalism. And I'm in the first chapter still, but something got me thinking, which is good. You know, books should get you thinking. And he's talking about sort of the, uh, the, the, the kind of the idea that secular government, regardless of what form it takes, it's impotent, right? It's not, it's not um, able to stand against our enemies. There's just no question about it. And he's talking about why that is. And it's because, like, if, if, if you don't re reference outside of your system, you know, above you, if you don't reference God as the source of morality, the source of truth, the source of goodness and justice and all that stuff, then you become a tyrant yourself, right? It's just that simple. And here's something he says on page uh, nine. He says, that's why secular conservatism and secular libertarianism are both impotent against the collectivist idol of the state. The state, by insisting on secularism, is making sure that there never arises a school of thought that maintains the state is a creature accountable to God, just like all the other creatures. For if that idea takes root, it becomes possible for the state to hear a rebuke from outside the system, which it absolutely does not want to hear. These people want every possible rebuker to receive a security clearance first, and they are the ones in charge of the security clearances. But that is not the kind of ambassador that Yahweh sends. So that is very interesting. I think there's a tendency to sort of give the state our enemies, you know, the, the, the collectivists, you know, the, the Marxists, you know, whatever you want to call them, to give them, to assign to them sort of like this like supreme competence where they're like, they're always like three or four steps ahead of us. They've always got this agenda and it's difficult to deter determine, you know, it's not, maybe it's not difficult to determine like what their ultimate goal is, but it's always difficult to determine how they're going to get there, right? They've got the, you know, the, the, the dialectics and the neo-reactionaries and, and stuff like that. So you never quite know, you know where they're coming from, right? Like, like so, so what ends up happening is the, the obvious things become shrouded in mystery, right? Like, like if, if, if someone comes and they're, they're, they're coming, they're going to punch you in the face, right? It's very obvious that they want to hurt you, right? But when you're when you give the the opponent sort of like this, everyone has a secret agenda. It's like, do they really want to hurt me, or maybe they're just trying to bait me into a fight, or or maybe like maybe it's 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 best if I don't defend myself, or maybe it's best if I do defend myself. And they they got you like a chicken with your head cut off, constantly wondering what to do, right? And it makes simple things very uh, non-simple. Like what you should do if someone's going to come punch you in the face is defend yourself. You should protect yourself. And that doesn't mean you pull out, you know, a nine and shoot them because that's an overreaction. That would be uh, a problem. But, you know, you, you, you neutralize the threat and you run away. Like that's, that's the best thing to do. When someone's coming to punch you, just assume they want to hurt you, right? But we, what we do is we end up assigning this like supreme competence to our enemy. So it's like, we, it almost like puts us in a state where we don't even want to act at all because any reaction is exactly what they want you to do. And you've got guys like James Lindsay, right? The atheist, who, which I can't even understand why any Christian follows him in this context. Sure, you know, the woke stuff, I get it. But when it comes to Christians acting in politics and Christians doing things to, to, to promote uh, Christianity, 
Like, he's always saying stuff like, well, that's just what they want you to do. I saw the other day he, you know, he responded to uh, Canon Press, they're going to put these billboards out, and all the billboards say is Christ is Lord, just to remind people that Christ is up there, he's there, not only was he there, but he's he's Lord, he's king, he's the king of kings, he's king over the other kings, right? So there are other kings, but Christ is king over them. There are other lords, but Christ is Lord over them, he's Lord of the lords. And so it references something outside of their own system. And so, so that's a, that's, that can only, for a Christian, that can only be a good reminder to remember that Christ is there and he is Lord. And you're not. You're not Lord, by the way. But Lindsay's like, James Lindsay's like, oh, that's exactly what they want you to do. They Don't do that. That's exactly what they want you to do. And a lot, he can be excused for being like that because he's an atheist. He doesn't care about the about proclaiming Christ. He doesn't care about reminding people that Christ is Lord. He doesn't even believe that Christ is Lord. So I don't really care about James Lindsay. But the problem is there are a lot of Christians that follow him in that. And they say things like, oh, why would you want a Christian government? Christian government is associated with oppression and persecution. Lots of Christians believe that, that it would be oppressive um, automatically, if, if there's a Christian government, it automatically means oppression, bigotry, um, uh, persecution, and that's what a Christian government is. Guys, it's really simple. That's what, the, that's what they want. That's what the powers that be want. They want you to associate Christian government with racism, oppression, persecution, violence, evil. That's what they want. It's, it's, it's not more complicated than that. They don't want you to be a Christian nationalist. And so what they want to do is they want to tar and feather any kind of action in Christian politics as Christian nationalism. Don't believe me? Don't believe me? Guess who's a Christian nationalist according to the pagans? Michael O'Fallon. Michael O'Fallon is a Christian nationalist according to the pagans because to them, they want any Christian that's doing anything in politics to be associated with persecution, uh, racism, uh, all, all, oppression, all of that kind of stuff. That's that. It's it's really simple, guys. They don't want you to reference anything outside the system. They don't want you to recognize Christ as Lord. They don't want you to to remind people that the government is actually a servant, a servant of Christ. And there's, it's a, it has a, an agenda. It's supposed to be revenging uh, uh, evildoers, you know, getting vengeance on the evildoers and promoting what is good. The government is there for the good of the church and the good of all peoples, but the church. It's supposed to make it easy to, to, to worship the Lord. And I'm not talking about just any random Lord. I'm talking about Christ, Jesus Christ. It's supposed to be advantaging the worship of Jesus Christ. It's supposed to be acknowledging Christ in its role as revenging evildoers. And so, obviously, evildoers should be defined by Christ. The servant does what the master tells him to do. The government is a servant of Christ. It does, that, that's, that's the truth. The government, the powers that be, the Marxists, the whatever they are, the collectivists, they don't want to remind people of that. And therefore, they want, they want anyone that's saying stuff like that to be associated with racism, bigotry, oppression, violence, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so if you're going to be a self-conscious Christian acting in government and referencing the Lord, see, they're okay with Christians in government so long as they, they, they deny that Christ is Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords, and that they're a servant of Christ. As long as they deny that,
that, they don't bring Christ into it, they're okay with that. Because as long as you're willing to play by their secular rules, they're cool. You, you could be against Biden all day long as long as you do it from squarely from their position of secular government. So, and, and you can even see, like, that's their system. That's their religion. And you, you even can hear it sometimes in what, how they describe, like, the halls of Congress. They're sacred. The sacred, the sacred democracy, the, the right to vote is sacred. It's holy to them. Like that, like that voting, as long as you're in that system, you say, yeah, the power's in the people. The people are the ones that, uh, that, that, that make right and wrong and decide what you know, we do according to the, uh, their morality. And so we got this democracy, this sacred vote, uh, the sacred democracy, and it's, it's not, a, it's not an accident that they use religious language to talk about it. Look, if enough people support, you know, you know, killing babies with impunity, well, there you go. That's your morality. And they don't want you referencing, oh, yeah, 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 sure, the people said that, but Christ actually said you shall not kill. So, no. They don't want you referencing that. It's pretty simple. It's not that they want more people to be Christian nationalists. It's that they want less people to be Christian nationalists. And so what they've done is they've, and they're good. They, listen, they're not supremely confident, competent, but they are very good at language. And they're very good at manipulating people through language. I'll give them that. And so Christian nationalism, white nationalism, national Nazi, national socialism. Oh, they're Nazis. Christian nationalists are Nazis. And so every person out there that's parroting the same rhetoric, Christian nationalism is Nazis, Christian nationalism is persecution, Christian nationalism is bigotry, racism. Everyone who's saying those things, they're doing what our enemies want them to do. They want to associate the name of Christ with those things. So all of you guys that are out there promoting that stuff, that's actually what the collectivist Marxist tyrants want you to do. It's not that they want you to reference Christ as Lord. That's not what it is. If you put a billboard out there that says Christ is Lord to remind people that there's actually a, a, another Lord. It's not, it's not the halls of Congress. It's not the Supreme Court. There's another Lord, and he's Lord over all the lords. That's not what they want you to do. That's the last thing, actually, that they want you to do. Because if, if enough people start thinking that, that there's actually another Lord, that, 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 the, that the lords of, of, the, of Congress and the lords of the, of the Supreme Court and the lords of the executive branch, they're beholden to that Lord. If, you get, if, if enough people start thinking that, that's actually dangerous to them. That's actually dangerous to their system. But as long as you're critiquing it from their secular liberalism, that's not dangerous to them at all. Because you're granting their basic presuppositions that Christ actually has nothing to say in here. Oh, don't, don't, I, don't be self-consciously Christian in your politics. That's just what they want you to do. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. What they want you to do is to grant them the, 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 the sacred nature and the holy nature of their secular institutions. That's what they actually want you to do. Because it doesn't matter. You could fight them all day. You could rebuke them all day, but you're still standing on their ground. That's their turf. They've got it. That's their secular turf. They've got it. So you're like, yes, you should, you should ban abortion. They just laugh at you because you're on their secular turf. You're playing their game. When you're not playing their game, when you become dangerous, is, because, is when you say, I don't grant you any outside authority. In fact, you have to bow before the same king that I bow before. Simple as that. Simple as that. If an, look, if I say that, they don't care. If enough of us say that, that's when they start to worry. And by the way, 
all of this propaganda against Christian nationalism, that's them starting to worry. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. It's not a secret plan where they're like, oh, the, I got a great idea. We'll get more of them to acknowledge Christ as Lord. They'd be kicked out of a window for saying that. That's not the plan. The, 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 the pushback against Christian nationalism about how it's Nazism, racism, bigotry, violence, persecution, all that stuff, that's the reaction to starting to feel a little uneasy. Starting to feel a little uneasy. They want to destroy this. And so their plan of destroying it is to make it a very high cost to come out as a, as a self-consciously Christian person in politics, right? They wanted to make it a very high cost that very few people will do it because who wants to be tarred as a racist, uh, violent uh, persecutor, you know, bigot? Um, who wants to, to deal with that? Nobody does. So in order to, to, to be a self-conscious Christian in politics, you have to also be willing to receive that kind of abuse. That's the plan. It's, it's, it's really simple. It's really simple. They want to make it cost too much for you to be a self-conscious Christian in politics. They really want to make it too much for you to be a Christian at all. I mean, it's like, I, I could see these a lot of these people making the same argument, like during COVID, right? They closed down the churches and people are like, no, 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 don't go to church. That's exactly what they want you to do. No, it's, it's pretty simple. They don't want you to go to church. That's why they shut it down. They wanted you to be disconnected from your church. They wanted you to be in fear. They wanted you to be scared. They wanted you to be isolated. That's what they wanted. And so they were doing it. They were making it illegal. Like, well, why do we why do we want to assign them like this ultimate secret plan? Well, oh, exactly what they want you to do is what you should do. Yeah, yeah. They want you to honor Christ on Sunday regardless of what's going on in the world. That's exactly what they want you to do. That makes no sense, guys. It's pretty simple. They don't, they don't want you to go to church, which is why they tried to make the cost of going high. It's the same thing with Christian nationalism as it was during COVID. They didn't want you to go to church, and so they said, we'll threaten you with a fine. So that way, if you want to have church, you're going to have to pay a fine. So guess what? A lot fewer people went to church when there was a cost associated with it. It's pretty simple. It's the same thing with Christian nationalism. It's stupid, in my opinion. It, I, it, of course, it's my opinion. It's stupid to think that they, exactly what they want you to do is to remind people that Christ is Lord publicly. That's stupid. It's the same thing here. What they're doing with Christian nationalism and everyone that is, is making these same arguments is an unwitting, un, I don't know if they're doing it on, on, intentionally, but they're participating in this, is they're waging a propaganda war. It's the same kind of thing as it was during COVID. They wanted to make the cost of attending church on Sunday very high during COVID. And, and now during Christian nationalism, this whole thing, they're starting to get worried. Too many people are referencing Christ as Lord. I mean, I guess the maybe maybe the drag queens was a little bit too much. And now they're starting to wake up. And, Wait, maybe we should be Christian. Maybe we should act Christianly. They're starting to wake up. So I got a great idea. We'll associate that with persecution, violence, uh, bigotry, racism, white nationalism, Nazism, all of that. We're, it, now they're gonna, the, the cost is now high to be a Christian in politics. The cost is now high to be a Christian in politics. That's what they want. There's no secret agenda. They're telegraphing this pass. And we need to be, we need to, we need to be ready to own that, right? I don't care what you say about me. You can call me a Christian nationalist all day, every day. The drag queen story hours are still going to stop. Anyway, I hope you found this video helpful. I hope you found it encouraging. God bless you. 
have a good day.